It's the Heated Agreements Podcast with your host, Matt Thompson. It's the podcast where just agreeing with the host isn't enough. You have to agree for the right reasons. And now, here's your host, Matt Thompson. When you think movie franchises, there really isn't one that comes to mind that's bigger, that's more all-encompassing, that is more American pop culture than Star Wars. Star Wars has been around since the mid-70s, and it changed cinema, it changed the way toys were made, it, it changed storytelling in film. And it has been a, a part of pretty much everything you know, since it debuted. But since Disney purchased it, and they've started creating their own and building out the universe and expanding it even more, especially with Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, being greenlit to kind of start his own trilogy apart from the main storyline. It makes me wonder, is the brand being diluted? Does it have the same impact or will it have the same impact as it starts to grow and grow? On with me this episode, I'll have John Stropes, one of my oldest, dearest friends, who also just happens to be a huge Star Wars geek. Not in the fact that he knows all the nitty-gritty details, but that he watches the films over and over, and it was a huge part of his childhood and continues to be a huge part of his life, you know, even with his kids today. I look forward to talking to him on this episode and uh, getting him to agree with me. I am your host, Matt Thompson, and this is Heated Agreements. Okay, I'm very excited to have on Heated Agreements uh, an old, old friend of mine dating back way, way too long, and I don't want to say how long because that will date both of us, but uh, he is old enough to remember seeing, I think, John uh, John Stropes is going to join me on here. John, did you see Return of the Jedi in the theater when you were younger? I saw Return of the Jedi seven times in the theater when it first came out. How old would uh, you have been? I, 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 I know old. I just said I didn't want to date us, but now you've got me <laughs> curious. How how old were you when you I, went to the theater I, I, seven times? I would have been four. And um, at the time, um, you know, I, I was raised pretty much by my mom, as you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> and apparently Star Wars, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, th- I mean, that's a legitimate statement, actually. Luke Skywalker was like, you know, uh, my hero. I, I mean, literally, my hero at... at uh, at that age, um, and uh, along with Superman, um, Christopher Reeve. But, uh, you know, it was, you know, my mom, we, we spent a lot of time going to the movies. You know, she she loved going to the movies, and so uh, that was kind of her escape from the stresses of life. And, um, you know, if I latched on to something, well, then we would go all the time. You know, and there, there were several several films that we, we saw, you know, repeated that we went repeated viewings but uh you know seven was was abnormal i'll I'll definitely say that (laughs) so how familiar were you with i mean you obviously had to have been a fan of star wars when that one came out so how long and how early do you remember watching and falling in love with star wars you know man i i honestly i couldn't get just because i was so young like i couldn't even give you like a a specific you know time that i even remember uh, seeing the originals, I do know that I had seen <clears throat> that I had seen uh, you know the original film and uh, or New Hope and uh, Empire. 
before I went to see Return of the Jedi because I knew, you know, the the whole story and everything when I went to see it. I do remember that, but I, I mean, you know, I was I was a little kid. You know, it just mm-hmm. it just was fascinating. It's this amazing thing. Like there'd never been anything done like that before. And when you're when you're a little kid, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's now. You know, uh, and you know, you if you've never seen something like that before, it's just amazing. You know, my son, my son is four. He's almost five now, and uh, he just walked in one day when I was watching the original trilogy. A couple, I mean, he was like two. He was almost three, and he just was glued to the TV. So, you know, so you, I think it's just something that captures your imagination when you're a little kid, for sure. You took him to see the Last Jedi, so he, that was that one of his first experiences in the theater was going to see that. Um, well, he saw, uh, yeah, he saw, he saw the force awakens as well, uh, in the theater. Wow. Um, so how old was he for that? Like a little over three, maybe <laughs> almost. Three? Yeah, he was, well, when, when did force awakens come out? It came I think out two in, years ago, 15. So yeah, he would have been, he would have been just, uh, he wouldn't even quite have been three. My, my, my math, math is hard. <laughs> so, right? so this is a strobes tradition is going yeah. when you're, when you're barely oh, out of diapers to go see star Wars. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right. Of course, with as no, long I mean, as these movies are getting, I mean, wearing diapers actually isn't a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, the fu- uh, this is just a funny, funny story of when we took Ben. Uh, ben is my son. When we took, uh, you know that. Yeah. Um, For the audience but, listening at home. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's I, good I'm to clarify. Thinking of, I'm thinking of your listeners. That's a very that's a that's a very good veteran move right there. Is uh, yeah. prefacing with uh, who is it is you're you're speaking about. So we took we took Ben and uh, and our daughter Reese to see the, to see his Force Awakens, and I had seen it already, uh, so I could kind of you know explain things to them that are a little bit more difficult to understand. But it was really funny. Um, at one point in the movie, I think it was Kylo Ren that came on screen, <laughs> and Ben took off his shoe. And started pointing it at the screen and and making like laser gun sounds like he was shooting Kylo <laughs> Ren with his shoe. <laughs> yeah, you know that's very appropriate. That's uh, they learn at an early age. You know, whatever you have handy, you make it a weapon. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But uh, that's actually a good transition to kind of what what I wanted to have you on to talk about is because you've been a lifelong fan and you know you're kind of starting your your children off in that that vein too is. Star Wars has exploded since Disney acquired it and exploded yes. in the sense. I mean, it's always been huge, but just in the amount of movies that they're cranking out. I mean, they're they're averaging now and their their plan is to have one a year. They started mm-hmm. with, um, you know, Force Awakens. Then they had Rogue One and then they followed that up with uh, more of a stream, uh, more of a mainline with uh, mainline continuity with uh, The Last Jedi. And now uh, Solo's coming out and all of those are. They're adding to the mythos and sort of the main storyline of Star Wars. But they've also recently announced that Ryan Johnson, the director of Last Jedi, is going to have kind of his own Star Wars universe that he's going to develop. That's not going to have anything to do with the Skywalkers, not going to have anything to do with the Empire, and maybe not even Jedi. And so my question to you is, is all of this added Star Wars enhancing the brand or is it sort of diluting it to where it's just going to become any other franchise it's going to become you know harry potter it's going to become fast and the furious or or is it you know still going to remain star wars kind of the the big dog 
I actually think it's interesting you threw Harry Potter in there. Have they diluted Harry Potter? No, but I think if they continue on with like Fantastic Beast or they start doing spin-off Harry Potter movies that don't have to do with Harry Potter, I think that brand may suffer. Uh, I think the fact that it's a self-contained story featuring one character, I think is um, yeah, it you know, makes you. it special. So, but with Fantastic Beasts and now that becoming its own franchise, is it going to to ruin it? You know, sort of. I guess you could throw that into the same Star Wars conversation. Do you think it's going to dilute Star Wars? Um, you know, I, I mean, I guess you could say it's going to dilute it because there's going to be more films and, you know, the definition of diluting something is, you know, adding, adding water to it to make it thinner. So, uh, I, I guess, but, uh, you know, so if but no if one ever say, says dilute if, in a good way, I mean, right, unless yeah, you're diluting that, something you want to get rid of, you know, when, right. When you dilute it, it's because, like, you know, Star Wars was three movies that were all epic in nature, and people loved it, and they loved the Skywalkers. And if you keep adding to it, does it lessen the impact that those have? And then all of a sudden, it's just part of a 20, you know, movie, you know, universe, rather than three standalone, you know, epic films. I feel like it de- it depends on how you look at it, really. I mean, for me... No, it's not going to dilute it. So for me, uh, uh, and you know, I I'm, I consider myself a hardcore fan. Now, there's probably going to be some uh, fans that you know will listen to this and be like, "Well, you're not a real fan because you because you think the way you do." But it's like, you know, whatever. Which I is mean, a very interesting. Yeah. Fa- Star Wars fans are a very interesting fandom because oh, man, there is a yeah. there is a right and a wrong way to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah, in well, some communities. You can say that about you can say that about like any kind of sci-fi fantasy. You know, like Lord of the Rings fans. Mm-hmm. Will, you know, uh, Harry Potter. Uh, even the Marvel the Marvel films. You know, I mean, there's some people in DC films like the people you know, have very strong opinions on it. And if you think differently than them, then it's, you know, well, it's not, it's not that you can actually just appreciate things for what they are. It's that you're wrong. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're not a fan in the right way. So I say this, I I say what I say, you know, with the full understanding that not everybody is going to agree with me or, or come around to my way of thinking. But for me, no, I, this stuff doesn't, it doesn't dilute the, the uh, original trilogy for me. Um, you know, here's the thing. If you just want the original trilogy, then just watch the original trilogy. It's, it, you know, other than what Lucas did, you know, with the special editions, um, you know, to, to change up, you know, some things, it, they're, they are what they are for the last, you know, 30 plus years uh, going on, you know, almost, well, 40 now, hell. Uh, So, I mean, to me, just adding more storyline or backstory to it and illustrating that in, you know, in, in, in an actual film, it doesn't dilute it to me. It, it enhances it more than anything. And there's going to be some films that are, that are really good, like Rogue One was freaking amazing. I loved Rogue One. It was just like the way they tied it into directly into A New Hope, and I mean, it was just I thought it was just really, really well done. Um, I'll be honest, Solo. I'm a little skeptical of it. I'm not excited uh, about Solo at all. Like I, I have, I have, z- I have less than zero interest in seeing that movie. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I have like zero interest in seeing it, but it's the it's the first one that they've done that I'm not like, holy crap, I got to take a day off work to go see this, you know? Like it, it but it's really I'm, kind of the story that nobody asked for. Well, and I think I think it's just you know, and who knows, you know, it, it people people said you know Heath Ledger is going to be horrible as the Joker. And then he was freaking amazing and won an Oscar for it after, you know, and, you know, so, I mean, people generally are, are feeling that, you know, the actor, uh, Emmerich, is that, is that the, the guy's name that's playing? Solo? Um, I, you so, know what, that, that's how little interest I have in it. I have no okay, idea yeah, who the cast. <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, people have a, a general opinion. Well, he doesn't look or sound like Harrison Ford and he's not, he's not Han Solo. I think Han Solo is a character that you can't do the James Bond thing with him, you know, you, where where you have multiple actors playing him. I think like Indiana Jones. Yeah, exactly. And Indiana is the same way, Indiana's or even like same. Die Hard, which I think they're trying to do, like a prequel to Die Hard. You know, Bruce Willis yeah. is John McClane. Are they doing Are they doing a prequel to Die Hard? I yes. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh wow, that's wild. Um. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know where to go with that. Um, <laughs> Sorry so, to derail. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. This conversation is over now. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> when, when you throw when you throw in the prequel to Die Hard, I can't. I can't. I'm sur- surprised you didn't just hang up right there. <laughs> like this, that's it. You know what? We can debate about Star Wars all day, but you mess with Die Hard, and that I, I, is I'm it. Actually, <laughs> I, I'm actually I'm giving up on life at this point. Yeah. Now I, there, there's a franchise that's been diluted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, because it's one, it's like, how many times can you do this, the, the one man against the terrorist army uh, idea? Yeah, talk you about know? a guy with some bad luck. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, if, you're, right. if you're in a room with John McClane right. or a building with John McClane, you get out. <laughs> because <laughs> shit's about to get real. If you're, you, if you're on any, if you're on any like, uh, <clears throat> vehicle or in, in a building where there's lots of other people, mm-hmm. like, don't go shopping with John McClane. No. If you go to the mall with John McClane... <laughs> like, like I just wanted to get a new pair of shoes, man. Yeah, like, like if, if you're at Target and John McClane walks in, you bail. You you leave your cart and you run because <laughs> odds are something bad's going to happen. So anyway, back to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, nice little aside. So anyway, um, <clears throat> you know, there's people that are that are saying that the actor that's going to play Solo is not. He doesn't look like Solo. He doesn't. He doesn't sound like him. I'm still going to see the film, you know, because it, who knows? It, it could be, it, it could be one of these surprises where it comes out. And it's like, wow, you know, that that's really good. You know, actually they, they made a good film. Maybe he doesn't, you know, it's not Harrison Ford who you would have preferred obviously, but they actually made a really good film. And, you know, if I'm pleasantly surprised in that way, great. If I'm not, Again, the original trilogy is still there. I can still go back and watch the original trilogy, and it's still awesome. I guess and, kind, kind of the one of the things I look at is, um, and I, I think with Solo and the with Rogue One, and you touched on this, is that they're part of the main continuity, and that they're mm-hmm. filling in gaps of a story that you already cherish, which is which is kind of cool. I mean, everybody loves that. I'm almost looking more at this the side universe that they're going to create. Sure. And that's where I'm more worried because I equate... And isn't there a TV show that they're talking... Like, they're talking about doing a TV series, too, or something? And as long as they do, like, a TV... Probably. And they've already done, the like, the Clone Wars and all that. And again, but those fill-in gaps 
to an already Which were established. Fantastic. That's that's Actually. I've I've not watched one. And full disclosure here, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I didn't see a Star Wars movie until they were re released in the late nineties. High school. <laughs> yeah, and you know the first time I ever saw a New Hope all the way through was the re release. In, yeah. What was that? Ninety yeah, seven. Yeah, and I, I think I blew your mind when you found out that that was the only time I'd ever seen it. And I actually prefer the re-released, uh, you know, edited ones than I do the original. Well, you know, this is another thing that's going to like alienate me amongst the quote-unquote real fans. I prefer the the uh, the edited ones as well. Um, and I, I I have two problems total. With the with the special edition ones, I think it was it, it doesn't ruin it for me, and I don't obsess over it like like a lot of people do. But it was silly to make Han shoot, you know, second or at the same time as Gre- it was just silly, mm-hmm. you know. It was an unnecessary change, um, and it didn't enhance Han's character. It didn't enhance that scene. It did nothing to you know. It, all it did was really just piss people off you know and it's a terrible edit i mean it they they went out of their way to make a a scene look terrible and i think lucas is being dishonest when he's saying that that's what he originally intended it to be because you know i think if he originally intended it to be that way he would have reshot it yeah i i agree i agree and no pun intended uh, uh, (laughs) oh boy now i am hanging up (laughs) um so but I'll tell you what the, the the worst the one that absolutely just infuriates me every time I see it is the musical number Jedi Rocks in uh, Return of the Jedi. That's god awful. That Jabba's is Power. just terrible. That's the only one that I will just like. I just want to. I I I love George Lucas. I I adore the man. I think he is just it, the guy. The guy is my hero. You know, as a, as a creative professional, and um, he, the guy is just—he's an amazing human being, and, and what he's done is, is just nobody. You know, nobody else can claim that they've created what he's created. And <clears throat> but I just—I want to like grab him by the shoulders and shake him and just add, "What? Why? Why? Why was this necessary? What?" What made you think that you needed to put this musical number in Jabba's Palace when what you had was perfectly fine before? That was just <laughs> gratuitous. And I'll, I'll say the one thing about the, the special editions of the re-releases is that the CGI that was added in the early 2000s um, into the special editions in the, in the late 90s doesn't hold up. It, it dates the film more than the original trilogy did on their own because a lot of it were, uh, you know, the effects were... I'm drawing a complete blank as to what they call that when they use actual effects rather than it's like special. a stop motion. Is that not stop motion? But there, there's a there's a technical stop term motion, for it, and I'm 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 completely losing it right yeah, now. Yeah, but I'm, they th- those movies hold up, and they, there's still some charm. But the early '90s, like go back and watch Men in Black, some of the original yeah. ones, and that is some of the worst special effects any movie, pretty much other than Jurassic Park, that was done in the late '90s, early 2000s is almost unwatchable because those special effects did not age well. And yeah. I think those re-releases suffer from that. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, I haven't they, I think they've updated the, the, the CGI over the years, though, too, right? Uh, they, they, they did on the Blu-ray. They, they updated some of the stuff, but, but some of the other things are just, like from the, um, the, the prequel trilogy, 
um, some of those special effects just don't. Oh, okay. They yeah. just don't work. See, anymore. I'm not. I'm not even thinking about the prequel trilogy. Um, I think that I think you need a whole other conversation about the prequel trilogy. <laughs> Whereas, um, like my brother, huge Star Wars fan, loves yeah. the prequel trilogy. But then again, he was he was a kid when those came out. He grew up on those. Yeah. Well, and they. I mean, though they have their faults, I don't hate. I mean, I think I think they they tell a good story, and um, you know, and at the heart of it, I mean, that's the important thing. You know, does it does the film tell a good story? And I I think they do. I think they they like you've been saying about the other, <clears throat> you know, the TV series and things like that. They fill in blanks, um, even though you kind of knew how they were going to end. And you know, I think Lucas did probably overdirect the actors quite a bit because it's yeah, not just like a little. Character. Not like it was a terrible cast, you right. know. No, no, all good actors, but, uh, except for eh, Hayden Christensen's debatable. But uh, yeah. the rest of them, all good actors. Well, it's funny because like Hayden Christensen was actually, I, I from what I understand, he was actually a very uh, celebrated unknown. You know, like he, I mean, people didn't know him very well, but the people that had worked with him and on the films that he had done previously, people had said, you know, how great he was. And he was just uh, coming off of a big performance. I think Cider House Rules might have been the one that he was in right I before. Did, right. I, I don't I don't remember what it was. I just remember hearing that he was a, a, a pretty a pretty good actor. And then, you know, I, I do think that some of the, you know, some of the things that uh, Christensen did that annoyed people I think I think some of the things he did were I think it was intentional, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, I think some of the dialogue, well, a lot, a lot, if not most of the dialogue was wooden that he was given. But I think a lot of the things that he, you know, kind of his whininess and um, if the goal was to make Anakin unlikable, they pulled it. Well, and, yeah, and I think you know he's supposed to be, you know, a, a struggling teenager, and he's supposed to be, you know. Uh, having a hard time with with uh, you know his his life choices and you know he's not sure about the path that he's chosen and everything. So I mean I think some of it is <clears throat> it's just a character. It's not I, I don't know that it, a lot of it was was necessarily Hayden Christensen as much as it was just maybe you just didn't like Anakin you know. I, but anyway I, I think again we're, we're you could go, go do a whole other uh, seg- series on the prequel trilogy. Um, you know, back to what you're talking about with, you know, all the, the, the Ryan Johnson trilogy. And, uh, and I feel like I, I've heard that there's another, uh, was it the guy, the guys from Stranger Things or they, have they been, I, and I, God, I'm going to be like starting rumors here now. Like if anybody's listening and they're, they're oh my God, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I John has an inside that. source that the guys from Stranger Things. Yeah, right, right. I wouldn't be surprised. Source. I think if you're a popular director, Disney's going to snap you up to either do a Marvel film or a Star Wars film. Yeah, well, and I, I again, I could be. I please nobody quote me on that. I, I I feel like I've read that somewhere in one of the several blogs I have, or not blogs, but like it's fake news, John. Inter- fake inter- news. Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, it's it's legitimately fake news if I'm reporting it. <laughs> yeah. uh, if John so, Stropes breaks a story, it's yeah. fake news. If I broke the story, it's not a story. Yeah. Um, don't 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 ever go and tell somebody that what I something I said about anything in the entertainment industry is factual. Um, so anyway, um, I again I think 
the stuff that they're doing with Ryan, like Ryan, letting Ryan Johnson do his own trilogy and, uh, you know, any other directors that they're going to have do, <clears throat> you know, these spinoff stories. It, to me, the star Wars universe is something that, yes, it originally contained this one epic storyline that is, you know, the fall and redemption of Darth Vader by his son. Um, so it, it's this it's this fantastic story that whatever world you put it into, it would have been a good story. I mean, if you would have put it in like feudal Japan, you know, there's there's a lot of artwork out there that like fan art that you know puts the Star Wars cast in in like samurai costumes or uh, medieval uh, costumes and everything. Just you know, hypothetical stuff. Like, what if they did it this way? And that's the thing. Like, it doesn't matter what world you put it in. The story is fantastic, and the characters are fantastic. But because Lucas put it in this of the backdrop that Lucas put it in. It's something that's easy to expand on because there's no limit to it. But you know, well, they, let me let me press you on that then because yeah. I think that it is the Skywalker trilogy and it is the story of Darth Vader that makes it Star Wars. And I think when you take that away, when you take that storyline out of it, the Empire and the Jedi and all that, what makes it a Star Wars movie and not just another sci-fi movie? And I and I think that's my big problem with spin-off Star Wars movies that don't have anything to do with that main storyline mm-hmm. is it's almost like how they have you know you've got a brand name like let's say snickers everybody loves a snickers bar and the candy company goes well it's hard to get people to buy a new candy bar so why don't we just call it snickers with almonds why don't we just call it <laughs> peanut butter snickers why don't you know, we'll just slap the name stick snickers on it because people will go oh i like snickers i might like that too rather than trying to brand it something else so when you've got ryan johnson making his own sci-fi movies, just slapping the name Star Wars on it and giving it a couple semblances of like giving them some blasters or giving them some ships that kind of look like that. What makes it a Star Wars movie if not the the Empire and the Skywalkers and the Jedi and all that? Well, and no, that's legitimate. I, I mean, that, that's I, I, that's a that's a good <clears throat> that's a good question. Um, philosophical, you know, even. Um, Thank you. I, I think, you know, <laughs> we try to dig deep on this show. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I think, I think it's a good point. Um, you know, I do think that, you know, they've, I think that you can do a star Wars film without the Skywalkers because at, at some point you're like, well, it's the star Wars universe and they, and they've done this already. You know, I mean, there's video games about this, you know, for, there's, there's, there's books, there's comic books. Um, but does it and, still involve the empire or Vader? Well, yeah, or, it does. And, and so let's take those things I, out of it. I mean, and, well, that, and I that's what imagined. I understand that Ryan Johnson's, you know, movies are going to be about is no empire, no, nothing to do with this current storyline, like a whole different section of the universe. And if that's the case, is it still a Star Wars movie? Or well, in, is Disney in just in slapping case, Star Wars on there to get people to come see it? Yeah, I mean, you, here's the thing. I, I can't imagine, and, and, if, and I could be, again, I could be wrong. Like, if they, you, they may do exactly what you're saying and pull everything that's, you know, familiar out of it. And if that's the case, well, then absolutely. You're, not, you're, you're slapping the name on something that you're, and, and, you know, just making a sci-fi film. <clears throat> but... I can't imagine uh, 
that they're going to do something with the Star Wars name on it, and they're not going to have stormtroopers in it. That they're not going to have TIE fighters or X-wings or Jedi or there. There has to be. There does have to be some familiar element of the universe. Otherwise, it's not that universe anymore, right? I mean, you've got to have Jedi in it. You've got or or not. You don't have to have Jedi. There was no Jedi in, in Rogue One, and it was and it was perfectly awesome. You know. Um, well, d- arguably, uh, Donnie Chin, the guy, the guy that played Ipmon, that mm-hmm. was uh, that, that basically played Ipmon in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which was badass. That's not a that's not a criticism. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, look, come on, he was a Jedi. He was a freaking Jedi. He just didn't have a lightsaber, right? Um, but uh, anyway, I, if, if there's if there's not Jedi. If there's not stormtroopers, if there's not the you know the the familiar spaceships, the sound effects you know um, are are an important thing. I mean there there there's nothing there's nothing else that sounds like a stormtrooper's blaster. You know there's there's nothing else that sounds like the 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 X-wing fighters shooting. Uh, you know their cannons. There's nothing that sounds like the Tie fighters' cannons in in any other film. There has to be some element you know, that's familiar to the star Wars universe. Otherwise you're absolutely right. It's not a star Wars film. Um, and in that case, you know, I, why, you know, I would imagine that people probably wouldn't watch it very much. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm just, I'm skeptical from a marketing standpoint is I worry that Disney sees dollar signs and, and this is coming from somebody who's not even a huge star Wars fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. But, I, I feel like they're going to just bastardize and dilute the Star Wars brand in order to label any space opera type movie a Star Wars movie set in the same universe, and maybe they just sprinkle a couple of breadcrumbs in there. Like maybe you see Boba Fett in the background somewhere, and oh, okay, I see how it all ties in. <laughs> you know, it just I like what they're doing with I like I loved what they did with Rogue One, how it filled in a gap. I can see what they're trying to do with Solo, and and it's almost like a a, a test run. Is if if they can yeah. if they can do a prequel story on Solo, then you're going to start seeing prequel stories on everybody who ever appeared in the original trilogy. Yeah. Well, and again, like those things, I think you know, again, there there's going to be some like really good ones, like Rogue One, and there's going to be some that just aren't that great. And again, thus far, I don't I don't feel like we we've, we've seen one that's just not that great. Uh, and I'm, well, there's only been the one. Right. So right now they're batting a thousand. <laughs> sorry, I'm talking. I'm talking about uh, like Last Jedi and uh, uh, oh, Force okay. Awakens yeah. as well. Um, I'm just I, in general the Disney films, the, the, the films that Disney has, has made. I'd agree with that. Um, and real quick on that, uh, yeah. the uh, the Disney films. So to tie it all back around to where we started, your son has seen the original two or has seen the original trilogy. I assume some of the prequels. And he's also seen the new, two new Disney movies. If yeah. you were going to sit down and watch a Star Wars movie, would he want to watch one of the Disney ones, or would he want to watch the original trilogy? Man, it just depends on the week. I, I mean, it, you know, some some, and it's the same way with me. Really, it's like every now and then I just get a hankering to watch, sit down and watch Empire. Um, but 
there's some times where I feel like, oh man, you know, I haven't watched Force Awakens in a while. I want to, I want to pop that in. You know, it, it just depends on the day. What's cool about the uh, younger generation, and I think I, I touched on this when I was talking about my brother, who mm-hmm. uh, grew up with the prequels, is mm-hmm. to to them, it's all Star Wars. It all belongs together. There's yeah. no differentiating yeah. the two. It's like, hey, there's just there's eight Star Wars movies. That's just how yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, to Peyton, my brother, there were six. You know, he grew up, and so there were there. They're really, yes, you can define them as prequels, and but to him, it's it's all Star Wars. Whereas with our generation, there's a definitive break in all yeah. three of those because yeah. we were alive during the time spans where they weren't together. Right. So it'll right. be interesting with with your son. You know, as far as he knows, there's always going to be the nine main story, you know, nine episodes plus the offshoots. You know, you know what's funny, uh, Thompson, is that he actually. Neither he nor uh, Reese have seen the prequels. Really, they they have never watched the prequels, and it's not it's not because I'm like, oh, I'm not I'm not going to show them that crap, you know. Like it's not it's nothing about that. Again, I don't I I think the prequels are they're not obviously they're not as no, I don't think anybody will, could ever claim that they're as good as the original trilogy. They add to the story, but they but they they, they still are they're watchable. You know, I mean, I, to me, I, mm-hmm. I think they're they're still fun to go back and watch because I remember how excited I was when they came out, you know, and I mean, there's still I mean, the the as as ridiculous as the Phantom Menace is in places. I'm sorry, but that ending lightsaber fight is freaking badass. <laughs> no, I, that, that's one. That's one of the best scenes in I think all of Star Wars is that oh, yeah, lightsaber absolutely. duel. Absolutely, but like, overall, Phantom Menace is almost unwatchable. Yeah, I mean it. It's and it, and again, like I, I'm not going to tell. I'm never going to tell anybody whether they're right or wrong for liking something, and you know, I, 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 just because I know that I like things like the prequels that uh that a lot of people just despise but um anyway i it's that yeah the kids have never seen those and it's funny they they haven't really even shown much interest in them which i i mean part of it i'm guessing is that there's no characters in that movie other than yoda that they would really know well but i've told them like i've told ben i've like you know and reese both i'm like because they both like, I mean, Ben is Ben is definitely more the the larger fan, but Reese like Reese loves Ray, you know, like that's one of the things I love about the new films is that they do have a female uh, and a strong uh, character pro- pro- protagonist in there because you know she, I mean, Reese adores Ray. She just it, she just thinks Ray is the coolest thing ever. So um, you know, and that's really drawn her in. But she also loves you know the originals, like she loves Luke and Han and. Chewie and Leia, like, you know, everybody does. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I've told them, hey, you know, that's Obi-Wan. And, and Ben, I, I, this is one of my favorite uh, Ben words. Ben calls uh, Obi-Wan Nobi. He calls him what? Nobi. Nobi, yeah. N-O-B-I. <laughs> that's, you know what? That could catch on. I know. Just shorthand. Um, so he, I've told him, I'm like, Ben, that's, that's Nobi when he was, when he was younger. You know, this is the, the this is a story about Nobi when he was younger, and um, and I've told him, you know, this is Darth Vader before he, you know, when he was younger too, when before he and baby you know, I've, Vader, I've, I've tried to yeah, baby Vader, right? Um, I've tried to get him to watch the original or the 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 rather the prequel trilogy, and 
it's it's just strange. Like he had neither one of them have shown like any interest in it, and it's and well, it's even young kids know that young Anakin and uh, Jar Jar uh, Binks are obnoxious. Uh, young young Anakin was. I remember when we went to see it in the theater. When we went to see Phantom Menace in the theater, and even through like my rose colored glasses that I was watching it with, I could tell he was just bad. And I remember you leaning over to me. It, it was when he goes sandstorms are very very dangerous and you just leaned over to me and you said this kid is fucking terrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah i stand by that it was was when he said when he said yippee i that's when i checked out i was like i'm I'm out (laughs) i've lost (laughs) just about the way he called for his mother where he's like mom Mom, yeah. mom, like, how can you call for your mother and make it sound wooden? Like, it's just, it's one word. It's like, <laughs> you wonder how many takes, like, like, like if that's the one that made it into the movie, what was right. left on the, what was left on the cutting or, room floor? Or the others. Yeah. Like, mom, uh, mom. It's uh, like, all right, no, those aren't usable. <laughs> so anyway, I think I just snorted on your uh, podcast. Uh, you know what? Mom. It makes it authentic. <laughs> this is real. This is, this is a real conversation. Um, but um so yeah, yeah but yeah the, the, it's it's it is strange like the, the kids have never shown any interest in in watching the prequels even though i've tried to actually you know suggest sometime hey you know do you want to see the the first part of this and they're yeah they they always just want to watch the original three they they're well and the and the and the, the, the um force awakens and you know, they both like Last Jedi, too. Well, it sounds like you're raising them right. Now, if you can just get them onto my side to say that these extra movies are going to dilute Star Wars, I think we're uh, we're all in a good place. <laughs> well, I'll let it, you know, if they think it, if they if they come around to your side, I won't be heartbroken. I mean, they, they've if dude, I'll tell you what, if again, if people like the original trilogy, it's always going to be there and it's it's always going to be as awesome as it ever has been. Uh and you know, it, I, I think if you if you don't want to, people can you can let it dilute the the story if you want, or you can just appreciate you know you can you can just go back and appreciate what what was always there and what will always be there, and you know that's that's fine. I, I don't know. Well, the, uh, the words you're saying don't maybe don't sound like it, but uh, I think deep down you agree with me. So. We'll, <laughs> We'll, we'll leave it at that. John, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll definitely have to have you on again um, next time a, a topic arises that uh, you want to heatedly agree about and uh, <laughs> look forward to what, it. What, what, was I heated? Was I heated enough? Do we need to do a take two of this so I can be more heated? No, we got to build the audience up. I don't know if they're quite, I don't know if they're quite ready for that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, CT.